Good morning and welcome to a, wait for it, fresh edition of Music to My Beers. How long can I go by saying that? Um, you think? I don't know, a couple of weeks. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we're back after, a fresh I believe, a two or three week hiatus. We've uh, been trying to do our best to abide by our company's strict social distancing policy as far as people in this building. So here we are, Zach and Cluck, back for a brand new week of Music to My Beers. Ahead of Fourth of July weekend, one of the biggest beer drinking weekends of the year. Yes, and we've got some fun and exciting things happening this coming weekend. I think. Yeah, and it is. Uh, it, it does suck that we can't get in and do the show every week for the last uh, few months. But it's it's also funny to me because when we finally do get together, we have like weeks of bo- like beer chit chat and excitement all bottled up. We're like, yes, let's talk booze. We've been trading back and forth, having some fun with that. So. We've got we've got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna get through it with some brand new uh, music to my beers. Thank you for joining us. We're here every Sunday from ten to noon. All right, not every Sunday. <laughs> the show is on every Sunday from ten to noon, and uh, <laughs> hopefully this whole re- this whole uh, rerun thing is behind us. But uh, you know what? Never say never. That second wave is gonna suck. Michiana's first, first best, 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 best and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 1039, The Bear. Good morning, and we're we have another great, fresh. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't nope. say great just yet. The show's not okay. over. It could just suck. Fresh. It, could, it could suck between here and and uh, and noon. Fresh edition, yes. Hazy, hazy, yes. Cloudy <laughs> edition of music to my beers. Uh, and we're with you every single Sunday. I am Zach Miller, joined alongside Warren Cluck, and we do this because we're fans of the beverage. We're not necessarily experts by any means. We, um, you know, we indulge, and we. I think the last time we spoke, it was right after your fortieth birthday, right? Yeah, and I'm um, still working my way through some of the uh, the all day and the two hearted that was left behind. So it's been a uh, a really easy month on my wallet as far as uh, buying beer is concerned. It's like a stimulus for you, yeah, like for how, the month of June. So how have you been, man? How was uh, how's how's your drinking been? Because you've been bombing in and out, and, and we pass each other a couple of times during the week here at the studio. But uh, what have you been up to? Um, I did get up north just uh, a couple of weekends ago. I was able to take a trip up there because my in laws have a place up just outside of Petoskey, and we went for my birthday a month prior, and it was like everything was closed. Everything was shut down, um, minus some carryout options. But then when we went back up, there was my wife and I, we were able to go out to eat at uh, one of our favorite places, Petoskey Brewing, and actually like order beer from a bar. It felt weird. It's, it's been different. Um, but, I mean, we, we ate outside then, but it was still kind of fun to be in there and be like, ah, just like old times. I still haven't been out to a bar yet and uh, and done the normal like sit down and have a couple of drinks. I stopped by Hop Station earlier this week. I uh, yeah picked up some beer to go, but I, and I and I saw a couple people at the bar that I knew and I'm like, oh, I got a, a I got a bunch of things going on. Also, it's during the week, but I thought, you know what, I'm getting close. I'm getting close to going out and doing that, and I might just go up solo and park myself in one just to feel what it's like to. Be at a bar stool and piss away an afternoon. Yeah, well, so Hop Station's got that outdoor area. Is that available? Can you can you actually have stuff outside, or is it inside only? Uh, I was there earlier in the day. I didn't see people out there. I don't. Okay. Uh, that I don't know. But okay. uh, that place is fairly large on the inside, so I'm you're I'm sure you're able to socially distance. There were the X's on the floors and everything, and I think oh. every X amount of bar stools you couldn't sit. But um, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go out again. I'm excited. Yeah. So that's 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 where I've been as of recently. I mean, being up there, and then um, I've still just been doing like a lot of carryout things, 
did carry out from Crooked U recently on Father's Day. That's what I did. My wife's like, go and do whatever you'd like. And so I went over there. I got a couple of growler fills. Um, I got the Fear the Devil bottle because I saw that you could shelf that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have not opened mine yet. I had one. Uh, I got two of those. One uh, one to put in the cellar and one to, to have uh, fresh. And it's very well done. Very, very, very strong. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fun to be like, oh, all right. It's got some heat. Got to take my time with this. It's like that spirit breaker from Bear Hands you gave me uh, about three weeks ago. It's like that that's delicious beer, but, man, you have got to be careful. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't start the night off with that, no, usually. And I hate doing that thing. We did it uh, during my, my big birthday thing is that you uh, you start out, and you, you're trying to maintain, and you moderate. Kind and of coast. Far enough in the evening, you're like, let's break out the heavies. <laughs> get the barley wine. Let's go. And then... <laughs> You know, your, your taste buds are roached at that point. You've been at it all day, so it's just it almost feels like a waste. And the next morning you wake up and you think, well, probably could have better better, better use for that. But uh, See a bunch of empties on the table, and you're yeah. like, oh, I was saving that. Yeah, but th- <laughs> that, uh, that also is like the problem just about – we've been talking about the show for about four or five years now. Is like, do you start with the heavy stuff and then have a shorter night, or do you start with mm-hmm. the light stuff, have the heavy stuff at the end, and not get the most out of it? That's true. Yeah, because I feel like you're only left with a uh, headache in the morning. <laughs> you just do the heavy stuff later. Yeah, or worse yet, you wake up and realize, oh, no, we left half a bottle of this oh. left. Oh, okay, what a waste. That's where we're at. That's quarantine drinking here on Music to My Beers. Thank you for joining us for a brand new uh, edition ahead of Fourth of July. And what what three days does it? I I don't know. It's Friday, it's, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, I wasn't sure if we got the Monday off or the Friday off. No, I think and, the the company will probably wait until tell us Thursday and uh, you know at noon that we have tomorrow off. But it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday this year. Okay, and, uh, and I'm I'm pretty excited. When you're a young kid, you get excited about the fireworks. When you're an older guy, you're like, you know what? This is a great time to really get into some craft beer and, uh, and mm-hmm. bust out some fun stuff, have some people over, maybe have a little bit of a party. Have some fireworks as well? Uh, or no? I, no, I, I quit doing that. I, I did, we, when we bought our house about five years ago, we had a big boozy 4th of July thing with a pile of fireworks. And I woke up the next morning, I look at my yard, and I'm like, nope. the bottle rocket sticks and the papers and the, just the <laughs> crap all over the place. And I was like, I don't... And what if my one of my fears is that your bottle rocket lands up on your neighbor's garage, burns it down, then you're the jerk, but you still have to live next to the guy. Ooh, yeah. So, Got to be careful where you aim those things. Yeah. I like to sit back and enjoy other people's fireworks displays, but are you guys doing anything next weekend? Are you having anybody over? Are you getting any, uh, any bottle share action together? This is the first time since Christmas that we're actually getting together with my parents because they're down in Atlanta, and so we've done the whole, like, quarantine make sure that we're we're safe and social distancing ourselves from a bunch of people and we've actually invited my parents to come into town and stay at our place um because they're they've practiced social distancing as well and they're not sick they haven't been sick so we're like come on up see the grandkids and stuff and we'll do some fireworks we usually do the fireworks that don't make any noise you know like kind of the flare-ups that just have like the, the light show yeah, what's the uh, what's the big pop when you're a kid? It's called the report. <laughs> bottle rockets were okay. Bottle walk, rockets with report. Oh man, ooh, you need the whistle and the pow at the end Pew! of it. Yeah, but my kids they they enjoy it. They're old enough now that they're not scared of that kind of stuff. They're yeah. more curious than anything. You know those little like poppers, those pop it yeah. type things. They love doing that. So they like throwing those on the ground and hearing the little pop. Remember when you were a kid on the bus and you realized that those didn't hurt, so you'd snap them in your fingers? Oh, yeah. Show everybody what a hard ass you were. Uh, I'm not having anybody over. Usually we do like a big, big 4th of July party, but I don't want 50 people gathered in my backyard just because oh, I, yeah. I don't want to be the one guy who's like, Warren's party got 16 people sick. Uh, so I am just going to chill probably with, with family all next weekend and uh, and get into a few things. For some reason, I got in my head about two months into quarantine. I'm like, this may last 
for like the next 10 years. So I got to make the stouts in my basement. I, for the first few weeks of quarantine, I was ripping through some of them. But oh, now, yeah. now I feel like I, uh, I, I I slowed down a little bit so I can kind of enjoy a little bit more of the summer. So I think I'm going to pop open some of the... Uh, some of the bigger heavy guys that I have, because I'm going to have three days where I can sit there and I can take an hour and a half to finish, you know, uh, a 12 ounce bottle if I feel like it. Ooh, yeah. Well, uh, do you have any Goose Island left? The proprietors or yeah, I've got to, I've got loads of that, and uh, but I've got like some a lot of one off stuff that I've gotten randomly okay. from people. Like I've got an old Bell's Expedition Stout I've been meaning to get into. I've got some Worldwide Stout from Dogfish Head. Just older bottles that I've had. Some old uh, like Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. Oh yeah, just that's some good stuff. Yeah, and and I try to like it's like the there are three different tiers of my beer cellar. The top one is where like the series all go, like the ones that I'm doing the years of. Don't touch. The second tier is the uh, the ones that I used to do the years of, and then I quit. And I'm like these mm-hmm. are just these are all right. And then the bottom one are just one offs, all random. And I've got a couple of sours down there. I'm, I want to check out. And then uh, a lot of it's just like random, completely weird stouts. Like I've got a a, a black note from Bell's from I think. Two or three releases ago. Whoa! Yeah, and, and and part of the fun is it's it's really dark in my basement, and the beer cellar's in the worst lit corner of the whole deal. So I'll <laughs> I'll get down there, get my eye on something, grab it. But I've I've I'll stop, and I I haven't really looked. But I went down there a couple of weeks ago and thought, okay, wow. When you really shine a light in this corner of the basement and see what I got, I organized it a little bit and kind of put it in like, all right, pull these ones first, and then go from here. So. I'm excited to get in and, and try some random stuff and just and take my time with it because three day weekends are great. Yeah, yeah, you get that time off. You're able to start earlier, especially on like Saturday because who's going to do anything on July Fourth? Like everything is going to be closed, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and then I think uh, just about every township in America is canceled in some form or another. Their parade or their fireworks display. So it's going to be a lot of people looking for a lot of different things to do this this week, this upcoming weekend because there's there's not. We need to legalize open container now. Yeah, we should have been through, we should have been through a Dark Lord Day and like three or four different outdoor beer festivals by this point in the summertime. So I, you know, it's all right to get out and have a few because you you haven't been able to do it normally. Yeah, just be responsible. And the more you see as we get closer to pro sports opening, not to get too far off the beer chit chat, but like mm-hmm. your average beer festival, like what we say in town here between Four Winds or like at the Century Center, you're like looking five, eight hundred, maybe a thousand people. Oh yeah. Look at how much trouble they're having trying to get that many people into a spot moving forward. Like, we're doing drive through concerts now. drive through movie theaters are making all the box office money. I mean, if unless a, a vaccine or something rolls our way, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to hold a beer festival as we knew it ever again. Yeah, at least for right now. 2021's looking pretty good, though. I feel Fingers ex- crossed. I feel extra stupid for skipping the Century Center one this year because I didn't know that was going to be my last beer festival ever. Oh, you're right. My last time drunkenly slobbering over strangers with pretzel necklaces. <laughs> and now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B-Movie! Music to my beers here on Real Rock 1039 The Bear. My name is Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller, and this is a portion of the show. The first thing we ever did, the first episode of Music to My Beers we did all these 265 episodes ago was we're like, we need to have a segment where we stop talking about just exclusively beer, throw some movies in there, give it a rating system, we'll kick it back and forth. We called it The The B-Movie. And this week we're going to do a, uh, we're going to do National Treasure. The 2004 Nicolas Cage classic. Have you seen this movie? I have not. I have no frame of reference for it at all. I do not either. All I know is it stars Nicolas Cage, and it was directed by Jerry Bruckheimer, and that's it. He has a map, right? And he's, like, looking for something. Is it is it real? Or he's, like, 
He's got some kind of U.S. history or something. A, I was more of a fan of like Gone in sixty seconds, Nicholas yeah. Cage, than the you know adventure Nicholas Cage from uh, from National Treasure. But he plays Benjamin Franklin Gates, a historian, an amateur cryptologist, searching for a lost treasure of precious metals, jewelry, artwork, and other artifacts that was hidden by the Freemasons during the blah 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 Revolutionary War. Hmm. Uh, the movie was a box office smash, went on to make three hundred fifty million dollars back in two thousand four. Whoa. And it even had the sequel, and now I think they're working on a third one, right? Or they're talking about a third one? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Boy. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give. The, I'm gonna rate this movie as a guy who never saw it. From the outset, it sort of looks like Indiana Jones, which is a movie series that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't have a whole lot of interest, even though Nicolas Cage is great. And in 2020, I can't decide if I appreciate Nicolas Cage, the actor, more or Nicolas Cage, the meme creator, more. <laughs> So I'm going to say, if, if I need to sit back and watch this, I'm I'm probably, I don't think I'm going to enjoy it, but in order to enjoy it, I'm going to need to have three 40s of Ooh. Mickey's, because uh, three different people brought me a 40 of Mickey's for my 40th birthday, and That's I, have, awesome. I have them in my fridge. You didn't drink one? I didn't, no! What am I going to do? Drink, get Mickey's smashed while I have a bunch of guests over? <laughs> so, uh, and, and the weird thing is, I can't throw them away, because that's just completely wasteful. Right, it, yeah. It was a gift, you can't just waste it. On the other hand, I can't drink it because three forties of Mickey's are going to set me on a path for a day that I don't think I want to have. I don't have friends that drink it. It's not like I have forty drinkers come over and hang at my house. So I'm going to have to find an excuse to mow through these three forties of Mickey's malt liquor. And uh, who knows? Maybe next weekend's coming up. Maybe I will sit down and watch National Treasure. But for me, it gets three forties of Mickey's ice cold. Three forties with the brown bag on, so I don't get frostbite on my little paw. Not with the duct tape. No, no, no I'd be forty hands. <laughs> I'm old now. I don't have the bladder, or I'm pretty sure the prostate for that sort of activity. <laughs> Zachary, um, as far as this movie goes, like you said, you know, I grew up with Indiana Jones as well, and it looks a little bit like that, except like he's got some secrets that uh, the U.S. government's hiding from us. So you know, he's got to evade them in the movies, and he's he's a man um, okay. on the run from the law. So I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'll sit down and watch this, and if I do, it'll probably be with a six-pack of the oldest known brewery in America. Some Yingling and Sons, DG Yingling and Sons. I'm going to sit down with just regular Yingling, not Yingling light, not black and tan, just the good stuff. One of these weeks, we should do the thing where, like, if we're going to pick the B-movie, you and I need to sit down if we haven't seen it and just and act out the B-movie. Like, all right, I Ooh. gave it three Mickey's 40s. we got to sit down, and then, like, you'll bring the Yingling, and we'll sit down and pound it. And that's Let's do it. Maybe it'll be our Music to My Beers YouTube channel. <laughs> hey, we could do one of those drive-in movie things and choose a B-movie. We could do it on-site, invite a bunch of people with their cars, except have designated driver tickets. To, mm. I don't know. And you've lost the party. We'll have to figure that out. Maybe it'll be a virtual thing. And we can't be that guy who's going out on Thursday at 5 o'clock saying, you know what? I gotta get beer and ice. No. Because everybody else in the world is gonna get beer and ice on Thursday at 5. I'm starting my prep on Monday. I'm gonna start doing that tomorrow. Through the week. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna buy up a couple things. Because it's been payday this past Friday, so yep. you know, I've got a, got that, a lot in the account. That right there is brisket money. Yeah, let's burn through it. Um, so... Are, are there any places that you typically hit up before a big 4th of July weekend or even a big holiday weekend? Yeah, and I'm going to try to be the genius and hit Costco tomorrow, get it out of the way so I'm, so I'm not there because that place is going to be a madhouse. But I think this is going to be one of those uh, meat and beer weekends. I think I think now that I've got three days off, 
Two days off, you kind of think brisket, man, like, mm. is it, but I'm going to let this eat up half of one of the days that I have off. But now that I've got three, I've got time to throw a brisket on, keep an eye on it when I, while I go do other things, and then uh, find a nice session ale to Ooh. settle into and, uh, and really get after it. One of those session ales that I've kind of – I don't find myself often uh, craving it, but when I see it at a bar, I'll always get one because it's not carried uh, very many places. I know Fiddler's Downtown has had it for a couple of years now, and I just started seeing it for six-packs on shelves around town at different bottle shops, is uh, Champagne Velvet. Oh, Yeah. Okay. It, it's super light. I think it's like three, three point two, three point three percent. It's somewhere in there. So you can you can that's like the that makes uh that makes all day from founders look like a you know a heavier beast of a beer. Yeah. You can really cruise on this, but I think this might be a good weekend to grab a sixer of, of champagne velvet and like just nurse those while I'm watching the brisket and you know, pushing different things around the yard trying to get everything cleaned up. Are you, are you doing brisket for everybody? Or are you doing brisket just for you or your wife, or is it for your guests too? Uh, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to have any guests. I always do that. It, it's a huge brisket mistake I make, and I know this is a beer show, but just uh, let me digress for a moment. Yeah, is I'll do a brisket if we're having a big party, but then there's a million people there, so the brisket gets eaten fairly quickly. There are no leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like I told my wife, I'm like the next time I do this. We're going to do a whole brisket. We're going to have our eat eat our meal, and then I'm going to portion it all up, and I'm going to throw it in the fridge and the freezer, and we're going to have brisket tacos, yeah, you know, brisket and eggs the next morning when you're all hungover. Mouth so is watery. I'm, mm-hmm. getting, I'm getting a little bit greedier. Like, if I'm going to spend 13, 16 hours on a piece of meat, like, I, I want to be able to have some to enjoy for the next week or so. Ooh, and, I like that deal. Yeah, and, and it's super fun because it takes so long. You grab a good session beer, and you just you uh, you go to it. What time do you start in the morning, typically? I usually start it at night. Oh, you start overnight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, so it's ready like midday, or do you do a super long, like 18-hour thing? I'll get up, throw it in like 11 p.m., midnight-ish, somewhere in there, and then I'm a really early riser, so I'll go back to sleep and then uh, and then wake up around 6, check it, maybe go back, snooze a little bit, and then uh, then you get up, and then, then it's like, all right, well, I, I can start drinking now because the finish, finish, line is in light, or finish line is in sight. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, geez, just talking about this is making me hungry and thirsty. So you have an electric one, right? An electric um, smoker? Uh, propane. Propane. Yes. Okay. I have an electric smoker. Oh, can't hide money, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Zach Moneybags Miller, they call him. We have this gift card from like Sir La Tab, Sir La Table, something like that. Sounds good. I don't know. Um, and I was like, my wife, I, it was five years after our wedding. And I was like, can I just use this to buy something on online? I was looking at walks. I was like, a walk is kind of fun. But then as I was looking on the website, I'm like, oh, there's actually like some pretty cheap smokers on here and cheap being like 150 bucks. Yeah. So I I bought one with the gift card, maybe spent a little bit of my own money, but uh, it, it works out pretty good. It's not the best. It's no green egg. No. That's no, for sure. No, but you know, we're radio guys. We're not TV people. We're no. not TV money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of my friends that were big into smoking meat said, dude, if you love drinking beer, this is a great thing to get involved in because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something like your craft beer hobby that everyone, all the adults in the house can enjoy. Your wife is excited because you're bringing beer to the house. She's excited because you're smoking some amazing thing for, for dinner or for... It smells so good. Yeah, for lefties later. But it's also something that's perfectly... It doesn't require all of your attention. So you can have a few beers and maybe chill by the pool or hang out in the backyard, mow the lawn while you're doing it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's it's perfect. We should do like a... Now that it's officially summer, we should do like a summer drinking. Like, what are the best things to do slamming beers? Not slamming. Drinking responsibly. Right. <laughs> 
slamming them responsibly. Yeah, like, is there any better summer beer than when you finished mowing the lawn and you're all done and you crack that beer and you just sit there and look at the lawn while you drink the beer over the course of the next, like, half an hour? It smells so good because the fresh-cut grass. Oh, yeah. Yep. That first crispy chug. Pick up a couple of the sticks that were left behind and mm. just look at your work. And that's one of the best summer beers there is. Yes. Maybe next week we'll do power rankings of the summer beers, like rank them from 10 to 1. Ooh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. That means we got to be here next week. This is the Pick 6. Zach and I go around the horn. I pick three beers. He picks three beers. And this is yeah. our, our staff picks for the weeks. And it could be things we like, things we're excited about having, or things we know we'll never try, but, man, it'd be great if we could. Oh, we could get our hands on something. Yeah. Zach, some I'm, whale. Oh, some, or like Pliny the Younger from Russian River out in California. Stuff like that. The beers what you hear about. What I would do about, for it, yeah. What I would do for it. What I wouldn't do for <laughs> it. Uh, why don't you go first this week? We'll let uh, Zach Miller unfurl his three picks for our Mixer Sixer. All right. Well, I was uh, I was happy on Father's Day to find out that Crooked U had one of my favorites back in stock. This is It's one that I look out for every single, um, basically, summer because it's a great summer sipper, and it comes in at a 3.8. It's their Gleek Goza. That's right. It's nice. It's salty. It's briny. Um, it has, like, a little bit of a lemon flavor. It's nice and light. Um, very – it's it's tart, too, so it's got that sourness. But it, that whole growler goes down pretty quick. Hilarious name for the for the beer, too, because when we were all in elementary, Gleeking was doing that thing where you pull your tongue back and you flick that little tiny bit of spit, like, way out there. At the girl you like. Uh, what? Uh, now, now you could be in trouble for doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, back in, the day, on people. back in the day, you could spit on whoever you wanted. It was great. But <laughs> be fined, put in jail, locked up. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and plus, it's gross if you leak in a mask. Well, yeah, true. Um, so I'd add that one. Um, the other one that I would add is one that has made a, a triumphant return, and I, I think I gave you a bottle of this. You did. Yeah, the Pride and Joy 3000. And I'll I'll tell you this. Your review on Untappd would, it was exactly mine. You, you brought up a great point in your review. Mm, that I didn't know exactly what the first... Can't remember what it tasted like no. back in the OG days. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. We had I did have a keg of Pride and Joy at my wedding, and I was trying to like put myself back there and see if I could pinpoint like did it bring back any memories or, or anything like that and pride and joy was never one that it was always there and i always enjoyed it but it was never one like alpha claws or zombie dust that i like sought out well and beer memory is a weird thing especially and we'll use we can use three floyds as an example that brewery's been around forever zombie mm-hmm. dust forever pride and joy to a point had been around for forever but since then, since we kind of graduated, there was that craft beer explosion a decade ago where, you know, we got into it enough where we're like, yes, we'll start a radio show about craft beer. Yeah. How many beers have we had since then that, that blew what used to be our standard bears or some of our favorites out of the water? But I, I couldn't tell you. I was drinking that thinking about your review, thinking, you know what? I, I can't tell you one thing I remember about Pride and Joy other than the label. Yeah. It, I mean, it's got a unique hop character, so but it's got a hop ter- character of our, like, previous enjoyable hops like now we look for like things that aren't aren't citra we look for like the uh azaka and simcoe and um like the idaho idaho yeah stuff that like bear hands has put in some of their hazies and those are the typical hops that we look for now not necessarily like the chinook or centennial or um uh says or saz however you pronounce that no the idea. double a um so I'm and I I don't know for me it it's it was good it was really good I'd buy it again if it came in cans but uh 
I had Laser Snake in cans a couple of weeks ago. Did and pretty good. That's another one I like, but I, I think I liked it better than I liked the Pride and Joy because I've, I've my palate has adjusted a little bit. But I remember Pride and Joy back in the day being like one of the top ten of like the beers we all sought out. We're like this is great, yeah. Pride and Joy. Yeah, and the 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 last one that I would add to the list is one by Sierra Nevada. I had it yesterday when I was out. My wife and I went out for a little patio drinking. Patio. Oh, had a, a day date together. Patio, daddy ho. Uh, they're a little something hazy. Yeah, but yeah. That, yep, it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's one that if you're getting into kind of the haze craze right now. That would be a good starter beer, and it's low enough ABV that you're not going to go. Well, it's also super easy to find. You can mm-hmm. get it literally. It doesn't matter if you buy it at Walmart or you go, you go to your local high-end bottle shop. Everybody carries it. Yep, yep. Uh, for my three, I'm going to go with three that I've had the last week or so, and one of them, and I don't know where this brewery is in Illinois. I just know that it's in Illinois. <laughs> I had never heard of them until one day our uh, friend of the show, Old Man Ernie, said, you got to try this beer from Maplewood, and I thought, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never heard it before, but they make some fantastic beers, and some of my favorites of the last six months or so have been, like, have been uh, ones from Maplewood because you don't expect it. Juice Pants, Son of Juice Pants. Son of Juice, actually, oh, is nice. my is going to be the first of my Mixer Sixer. It's it's 6.3%, and I usually find it, it's, it's pretty fresh. Um, it's just a great, bright, fantastic example of, of a New England IPA, and the price point's not too out of control. Nice. It's relatively easy to find. You've, you can find it around town on draft even occasionally. I know mm-hmm. Hop Station's carried it. And their stuff is really good, but again, I don't know. You know, I don't see people walking around with Maplewood Brewing Company shirts on. No, I don't see anybody hyping up their stuff online. But it's it's great. I went to the tap takeover one time that they had at Hop Station. This was right before quarantine and everything, and they had Maple Maplewood Stouts there. Oh, and their stout game is pretty on point too. Love to investigate more, find yeah. out more about this. You know what? I'd I'd wear one of their shirts. <laughs> I, I would too. <laughs> Uh, the next one and the next two are actually from Toppling Goliath out in Decorah, Ooh. Iowa. Uh, fairly new to the area the last couple of years, but one uh, I liked and uh, and the guy I was drinking with hated. It's the the Pompeii. Mm. I think it's fantastic. It's five. Great. It's five point eight percent. It's just their straight up IPA, but it's it's tangy and a little bit bitey and sort of West Coasty. And it's a great palate breaker if you're drinking some uh, some hazy or some juicy stuff, or you're you're bouncing in between that and stouts. I will always I'm a ride or die West Coast style IPA for the rest of my life. Like it's it's still <laughs> my absolute favorite style. Like I'll crush on hazies like the next guy, but I'll always go back to just something like nice, you know, fired up. And this one wasn't wasn't too bad on the back end, but it was just enough where you're like, oh, it's got a little spice to it, a little bit of heat on the end of it, and it clocks in pretty high too, right? That's five point eight. Oh, really? Yeah, not terrible. And uh, the next one is their uh, their Imperial Double IPA, the uh, Super Sumo. Ooh. You can usually find it at Citywide, and a couple of the chalet locations have it when it's available. But it's uh, it's really good, super robust, really powerful, but um, fresh, man. It's just it's fantastic. Mm. I've yet to have a beer from Toppling Goliath that I didn't think was outstanding. I, I'm in the same boat. I love those guys. I have a hard time getting uh, getting pseudo sue when the little more expensive king sue is sitting right next to it. Oh, king sue all day. Yeah, king sue is fantastic. <laughs> so there's our pick six, and uh, we encourage you. You know what? If you have a beer that you think we're sleeping on, or you're like these guys need to mention this brewery, you need to talk about Westwood. You need to talk about Goshen. Any beer, any beer you have that's a favorite uh, that we don't know about, hit us up. Yeah, hit up hit us up on the Facebook group or shoot us a DM on Twitter, and uh, we'd love to rap about it. That's what the kids say. We're gonna rap about it. Pull up a chair, scamp. We're going to rap about it. Sip on that drip? Definitely no. not, not a cop. We'd have to tell you.
So is there anything you're looking forward to uh, to doing in, in the next few days? Because I get this bad phobia, especially when it comes to beer, where, well, okay, we have a four-day holiday work week coming up, just like we did over Memorial Day, where you're like, one, you always find yourself working harder than you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Got to get things wrapped up. Yeah. Got to make up for that la- that last lost day of productivity before the weekend. But then you get that terrible itch, like, yeah, Thursday we can have drinks, but Wednesday you're like, you know, man, I'm not really going to do any work tomorrow. I'm going to bl- go in, get what I need to get done, and just blow out of here. So maybe a few wouldn't hurt. And then you think, on the other hand, though, can I enjoy a bunch of beers th- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Just, I think that's what what's clinically described as a bender. Right. Oh, yeah. Well... Yeah, if you're if you're starting Wednesday, you got a five. It's like a five day weekend, right? Then basically, yes. I I don't have the 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 beer budget for that, but um, I do have uh, geez, I think about a fifteen pack of of all day stash somewhere in the basement left over from the party. And if things get really desperate, I have half. You know those those big what are they? Thirty two quart the bigger coolers. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one of those that is half filled with warm cans oh. of Miller Lite. Oh, you can cool those puppies down real easy. Yeah, and I know, and I know that you you don't want to take a nice IPA or something fresh, and then or a stout or any beer for that matter, get it warm, cold, warm, cold, warm, cold. But mm-hmm. I thought, all right, these beers were cold; they got warm. They haven't been cold again. So as long as I kind of just hold them in this cooler in my house, maybe I'll load up a mini fridge with them and uh, and do some work on over the holiday weekend because that's a way to have some beers without actually you know having beers. Yeah, I you know what I like doing with the leftover beers in the cooler. Is is draining it out that night or that next day and just having all the water you know dumped out of there. Right. So it's nice and dry. But then you throw in ice and then you throw in some water with that ice and you can get it nice and cool like that. It's it's a good it, right. especially if you have like an impromptu pool party and you're like oh, I don't have any cold beer. Throw the ice in. Throw a little bit of water in. Those beers will be maybe even some salt too. I think I saw somewhere that if you throw salt in, it'll cool it up really. A lot. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check one in over the weekend and give it like an official review of a Miller Lite that I knew for a fact was started life warm, cold, cold, cold. then warm, then oh, went yeah. cold again. So we'll have to, and then you know it will obviously come up the temperature as I drink it. So maybe that's my big goal, my big uh, my big craft beer goal is to drink a Miller Lite and pound those three forties and Mickey's over the weekend. Yes, go go old school, go cheap. Do our our Monday and Tuesday are going to be the most productive days of the work week. We know that. Yes, going forward. And then Wednesday we're going to be wanting to slack yeah. off. Thursday, yeah, we're not going to do anything. Yeah, we may barely even be. I'll be in the building until ten ten oh one, and then I'm taillights and exhaust. Uh, if you're looking forward to some some drinking over the upcoming holiday weekend, or you've got something maybe you're looking forward to, to busting out over the holidays, by all means, hit us up on the Facebook group and and leave it, and we'll uh, we'd love to to talk with you and laugh about it. And maybe if we get some good picks, we'll throw them up on the old music to my beers Instagram. Yeah. Oh, we could share all that stuff in our story. I'm gonna be following you on Untapped. Okay. Closely. Okay. My Making phone. Sure I'm my, checking in. My phone. You're one of those. You're one of those notified drinkers. So whenever Zach has a beer, I get a ding on my phone. So I'll be paying attention to you over this holiday weekend, bud. Uh, we have a lot of music to my beers. Just a skosh left to get to. We have to get the news and notes. And now here's Darcy with this week's Chick Pick. Hey, it's Darcy with your Chick Pick. So we're coming up on 4th of July. Remember to be safe. So my beer is from 18th Street. Now, that is one of my favorite breweries on the planet, but I just had this one for the first time. It's number two pencil. It's a double dry hopped IPA. Clocks in at 7.5% and it is perfect for a nice warm day. But I love IPAs, right? If you think they're too heavy for a hot day... Think again. This one's awesome. It is grapefruity, and you can taste the pine, maybe a little bit of tropical fruits, and so smooth. Man, if you're talking about 
you think IPAs are a little too bitter, this one you must have because it just drinks so smooth. Anything from that place, I just absolutely love. I'm Darcy, and that's your chick pick. Oh yeah, okay. Now I get now couple, I get a hit wow. on the microphone. A couple of weeks off, and you start to sound like a creeper. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell you what's coming up. Zach's gonna rub his hands do. together, give you some news and some notes. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't we have anything to look forward to? That's been the joke of this whole this whole uh, period since March is that there's. There's nothing coming up. I want to say somebody's recruiting for a beer fest here in town, and they're looking for breweries and or um, you know meaderies, cideries, ciders, uh, cidery, cidery. Yeah, okay. Mm. They're looking for people to be a part of it. And, okay. I mean, I, I certainly would love to be a part of it. I'll I, attend. I don't want to work. I know. I, don't. <laughs> I I can't wait to see who's coming out. I mean, there there really is not a whole lot going on. There's a few. There's What's cool is is that breweries have now started doing the releases where it's like first come first serve. You've been to a couple of those from yeah. Bare Hands and whatnot. Um, yeah, they're like we made a thousand cans of this, and the first thousand to come get them, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, I like that. It's like it's it's like the Texas barbecue. You it's, know that style of doing stuff. Yeah, and like and Bare Hands was fun because uh, they, they've done it. They've I've bitten hook, line, and sinker on it a few times for the last couple of months when the beer is released. Thursday and I'm boom I'm there like Friday the second I get out of work so I'm like I don't want to miss out I get football really bad yeah yeah and they've had a, a pretty steady line of releases mm-hmm. that have been phenomenal um it's just nice to have something uh something new pop up and kind of like oh you know funder some craft beer fun during the week mm-hmm. I wonder what that tastes like yeah yeah um the other one that I shared I actually shared a photo of this on our uh, Facebook page and it's the Narragansett if you have ever had a Gansett, it's it's a famous brewery. Um, basically, it's famous for being in one movie, and that movie is Jaws, because the the shipboat captain is just drinking there and Gansett. They're just chugging them on oh, the, the ship. Hard, the hard ass before he tells you about the USS Indianapolis, yeah. right? Yeah, and so now it's available in Indiana. Um, hopefully, I'll see it on draft sometime soon. I've only had it in cans before, so I, I think it was on the news earlier this week. One of those, one of the last survivors of that USS Indianapolis sinking. Uh, passed away this week, and I think there's only like eight people left Whoa. that made it through that night and then were rescued. Wow. Oh. How many people were on the boat originally? I forget what Quint says in the movie, but everything he, okay. sa- everything he says in that Jaws monologue is 100% accurate. Wow. Like, historically. I gotta go back and watch that. that no, is- no, because when you think about a night, dead of night, when it's like dark and black and you can't see anything, there's, all you can hear are the screams of the sharks getting got, like, that would, no. It's creepy. No. Uh-uh. Oh. Well, I'll just drink a Gansett and there you go. Hang out. <laughs> um, and then the other one that it, it just piqued my interest. Um, they did the Death by King Cake White Porter. Um, Oscar Blues is doing Death by Affogato, which I think Gazuntite is uh, Mister Roboto Affogato. That's a it's a uh, Italian dessert. Um, no it's idea. Like, it's vanilla gelato with a freshly poured or pulled shot of espresso hmm. over top of it. Okay. So that in a beer, that sounds that sounds kind of good. Yeah. I, I could rally behind that. I'll sip on some of that. I do love Oscar Blues, though. I mean, their 1050 is, any of the 1050 variants, phenomenal. Remember we used to chase down barrel-age 1050? Ooh, yeah, barrel-age. Yep. Mm-hmm. One thing Zach and I do is love chasing down rare beers. Yeah, and stuffing them in our, <laughs> our cellars. <laughs> Yeah, I've got friends that are really into like the stock market. Friends that are like you know, into classic cars. Nope, nope. Zach and I are into chasing down cans and bottles. I like burning, burn my money on beers. 
beverages. Well, that's why yeah. we're going to be working until we're 95. Hey, All right. We'll go with that. Thank you for joining us for another fresh week of Music to My Beers. Hopefully we will see you back here next week. For myself, Cluck, and Zach, cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.